This is your host, Tammy Turner, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, imagineers, animators, they've all made their mark on the Disney name. To find out more about the show and other episodes, head to our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. Be sure to look below at the show notes in the show more section for links to our Twitter and Facebook pages, including videos and websites mentioned in the following interview. Photos and audio clips that are featured in the show belong to their rightful owners and are used for educational purposes only. All guests' opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop-de-doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, Broadway performer and vocal teacher, Mary Citrakian. To the show, welcome, Mary. Hey, Tammy. No, so great to be here. Hi. I'm very excited because you're doing some singing workshops, I hear, in NYC soon. Yeah, I am. Uh, just starting up next week, a one-day intensive on August 25th, and then a full-month workshop called the Singing Showcase Workshop. Where we have, uh, we meet for, you know, once a week for four weeks, and then we have a big showcase at the end at the Triad Theater. Wow. Yeah, it's really fun. It's great, great, great fun every time. It's special. And what I love about this workshop is that I get all different levels from actors who are making their singing debut to Broadway performers who are honing their craft. And so it's, it's really a fun night. We just, everybody has a great time and the audience does too. So a lot of fun. Can you talk a little bit about your first stage experiences performing in musicals? Yeah. Um, well, let's see. I, I went through school. I went to Stanford University um, and did all sorts of music there. I was really kind of doing Broadway shows on the side, you know, at the school, and then also studying classically and went off to get a master's in voice at the New England Conservatory. So my life kind of changed when right after conservatory, I knew that Broadway was kind of, you know, and musicals were really my love. So I did a summer stock theater in Waterville, Maine, and had a blast. So I moved to New York that fall and just, uh, you know, went from there and uh, was doing Light Opera of Manhattan, which was some Gilbert and Sullivan and Light Opera. But my big first break into the Broadway musical scene was Les Miserables, toured with that company for two years. And uh, before that, also, I did a tour of Evita in, um, in Germany and then went on to do Phantom of the Opera. I, was, I made my Broadway debut in Hello, Dolly, starring Carol Channing. And, That's amazing. I love yeah. that musical. <laughs> oh, she's just, she's, she was 75 at the time. And I, I mean, a spring chicken. She was just incredible. But what a, what an amazing company. So we toured for a year and then went on Broadway. And, and yeah. along with being a performer, you are now a vocal coach, as we just kind of talked about a little bit before. And you teach many workshops in NYC. So how do you go about structuring these classes so the students can get as much out of it as possible? And also, you know, because it's a back and forth as a teacher and a student, you know, we always learn from one another. How do you stru- go about structuring these classes? That's a great question. Well, of course, I give privates and all that, but the classes I I hold at um, my acting teacher, Susan Batson, who literally changed my life. I, I came to New York with a great voice technique and was looking and looking and looking for an acting teacher. I, I knew that that was the part that was missing, and it's kind of a long, funny story, uh, but I did find her, 
And uh, it was a true connecting the singing, the acting technique, the, the, the emotional life, all of the acting tools to my singing technique and to my work. And it changed my life. So my classes are all at the Susan Batson studio, which is right in Times Square. And uh, how I've been structuring that is I do these one-day intensives, um, and you can just sign up. It's just like 50 bucks and five hours, and I dive into uh, the singing technique and the acting technique together. That's, that's what I love to do. I call it the revolutionary send. And uh, we do this uh, five-hour class. And then if you've studied with me already, you can, we, you can go into the, the singing showcase uh, workshop, which is the performance workshop that we, we do have the show at the end. So that's how I structure it there. And then I'm also going to Italy uh, in Rome and Milan. And I have a wonderful manager who <laughs> actually is an actor from Rome. Okay, get this. I said to the universe... I want to go to Italy. And eight months later, an, an actor from Rome found me on my website and wanted to, he was actually looking for Susan Batson as well, but he wanted to work with me uh, as, a, as his voice teacher. So he came to New York and, and I thought, oh, well, there it is, you know. And uh, he, we, had, he, we had a great time. He, he loved the course. So we went back to Rome and uh, he sent me an email, said, I missed the work. Uh, and I said, well, I've always wanted to come to Rome, uh, come to Italy. And he said, oh, okay, I always wanted to produce. So we've been producing those classes for 10 years. So it's just been an amazing, amazing path, nothing I ever expected. And I love your Disney connection, since you have worked with many leads of many Disney Broadway and touring productions like Tarzan, The Lion King, and Aida. So how did this specific job come about? It's a great, great, I love this question because what, how it came about was the conductor of Aida, Elton John's Aida, on Broadway, <clears throat> the associate was Bob Gustafson, and he was my conductor on Les Miserables for those two years that I toured. It turns out that there was a, a young woman in the, in the chorus who was, who was a swing, and she was swinging for the leading role, Amneris, as well. And she went on as Amneris. Uh, she was supposed to go on for a week, but she was having difficulty sustaining, um, you know, that eight show a week uh, thing. So uh, because it, she was just like this amazing, talented woman, but she had never taken a voice lesson in her life. So Bob told the producers, hey, you got to call Mary. And uh, and I worked with her. I swear it took two voice lessons and she was stunning. So they gave her the Amneris on the first uh, national tour, California. Wow. So, yeah, so that's how Disney started. And then they called me for Tarzan. They called me for Lion King, for, for Billy Elliot as well, uh, to work with you know, a, a bunch of the cast members from the leads to, to also just the, the chorus, which is just wonderful. So you made some of your own Disney magic, and Disney was like, hey, why don't you join us? <laughs> I did. It was such a blast. You know, Nina Simone's daughter, Simone, was, was the lead in Aida. So I was even in her contract for a while. It was really fun. And Patrick Cassidy and, and the Disney magic of Tarzan. And I, I mean, I just love that you love Disney. So it's really been a special part of my teaching. Did a specific score really speak to you even more than the others? I think Aida did. I, I just, every night I got to, to sit there and, and watch and different cast members, you know, through the years, because I was, I was really kind of on board for a couple of those years. And I don't know, the music, it just got to me. 
I couldn't believe that it wasn't like, you know, every, every Tony award. I mean, Sherry Renee Scott, I don't think was even nominated and she was spectacular. Yes. So that's I, a hard I, song she sings oh, too. Oh, she's uh, yeah. She could do everything. And what a comedian and, uh, an actress and just pipes of, of, of death. I mean, just gorgeous. So that was the score that really, that really did it for me. But I, you know, you can't lose with, with the Lion King and you can't lose with Billy Elliot either. And even Tarzan, I just had a blast with, with, with that. I, I got to teach one of the little boys and, and Josh Strickland as well. Wow. So it was a lot of fun. Well, you can say that Disney really tries not to go wrong with music and basically they never go wrong with music because right. they always get the, the perfect composers like Phil Collins and Elton John just amazing music to listen to and oh. the fact that you got to listen to it every night that's cool <laughs> it was really cool and of course they make it a visual visually spectacular as well I mean Lion King that you can't can't ever beat that exciting and you've also worked with Nicole Kidman from Moulin Rouge Kate Winslet Mandy Moore, Mary J. Blige. So what is it like working with these actors and actresses who who might have not been classically or trained at all or had a vocal coach before? It was it was heaven on a stick. It was so wonderful. I think the the thing that's so great is you've got these actors who are just supremely talented. I was a fan of each and every one. And uh they're trying to do something new. You know, they they're not as you said, a, a trained a trained singer, but my technique, because of Susan Basson, is is really connecting the acting work with the uh, with the voice technique. So it's really fun to have somebody you know who's a trained classical singer and bring in the emotional life, but to also start with somebody like Nicole Kidman or or Kate Winslet, uh, and that they're already this extremely talented and gifted and have been working their butts off for a long time to to really be able to 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 sink in and, and get to you know the the breathing technique which is also of course great for an actor and the and the support and the resonance it's just it's just fun to see the magic before you and then to, as they connect the emotional life which actually helps the voice technique and the vel- the voice technique actually helps the emotional life it's really just so gratifying to see magic happening in front of you you know with with somebody who you know i've admired for so long and actually they're there for me to help them it's just it's kind of surreal on one hand you know and on the other just a big big gift i i it's just just been just been amazing and and you work with Nicole Kidman on Moulin Rouge, and that's one of my favorite movie musicals to date right now. And I'm just I love it. And I just wanted to know where in the world did you come in during that production? Was it early on, or was it halfway through? Because I know sometimes they'll they'll record something really quick in the beginning, and then film it, and then re-record it at the very end. Well, this was something really special because. I got her prepared for her audition. She, of course, is dear friends with Baz Luhrmann, and he had this, you know, the director, and he had this this movie idea for so long, and he really wanted her to do it, but he just didn't know if she could sing. So uh, this is actually the first voice student I had in New York City, you know, at, right after I've been performing all this time. And... Um, so through Susan Batson, my acting teacher, she was, she was uh, Nicole Kidman was studying with Susan. And Susan said, you know what, Mary, why don't you give her some voice lessons for this audition? So the, the, the real fun part was that she was staying at, you know, Sting's house on the, on the west side. So 
uh, she and Tom Cruise and their two kids. So I go over to, you know, sit behind Sting's piano and, and be there with oh Paul Kidman and there with the kids. And actually, I taught the kids voice lessons, too, later on. And then there was Tom. So it was really, it was kind of like, you know, oh, my goodness, here we are. <laughs> but it was so fun because we got a couple of the songs, like Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, um, and a couple of the others that she she had to prepare for uh, for Baz. And, and uh so it was it was really fun as we spent about I guess a month or two working together and um I came and warmed her up on the day she went to the audition and of course as we as we know she got it but clearly I mean she had done such beautiful work but she was clearly surrounded by an amazing musical team because I I didn't get to see her they 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 shot the movie in in Australia so I I didn't get to to see her be on set with her or in the recording studio, but we had done some kind of recording studio work, you know, so so she'd get a feel for what that would be because she had she had never you know really sung sung before uh, for anybody, and she didn't think she was very good. It was, it was like I had to kind of convince her, "You are amazing. Are you kidding?" So uh, so that that's where I yeah that was the very beginning really really special. She said actually to my, to my teacher, she said, tell Mary, cause I hadn't seen her in a while. She said, tell Mary that I, on um, while shooting Moulin Rouge, I, I broke my rib. I had to have knee surgery, but I never lost my voice. So I recently caught you on Diary Days, which is for listeners who do not know, it's a Broadway.com special vlog that is posted by Sierra Bogus, who is currently portraying opera singer Christine in the Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. And you both discussed this quote that resonates for both of you, that you are enough, you are so enough, it's unbelievable how enough you are. And I love this quote because it's such a great positive note to start out on before uh, a show or a performance or just before you even start vocally warming up or something like that. And I think that's a wonderful quote to start out with. So where did that come from? Well, once again, I, I have to, you know, talk about my, my acting teacher, and this is why she's my mentor. Uh, it, it was said to me at the beginning of my career as well. When I was in my early 20s here in New York, I already had a master's in voice, but Again, I was I was not connected. I was not connected to my to my myself, to my emotional life, to to my the special part of me, uh, and singing through that. So during one of my sessions with with Susan Basson, she turned to me and said that phrase. She said, "Write to me, Mary. You are enough. You are so enough. It's unbelievable how enough you are." And you know, I I I took that. Very, very uh, positively, obviously, and and to heart, and um, and everything that she said to me, along with all the work we've done, and and all the work I've done with you know other teachers as well, with my voice technique, I've I really you you put them into your arsenal uh, when you're working with with students, and seeing w- what needs to be said to who and. And when I was working with Sierra Bogus when she was 17 years old, uh, that phrase came out of my mouth for her. And it moved her so much and it inspired her so much. It's been so exciting to see her use it as her mantra for herself, but also that she's sharing it with everybody. And uh, so that's, that's how it came about for me. And, and she and I, you know, have been working since she was 17 years old. And so it's really been exciting to be a part of her career. Uh, and, and that special part of that quote is, is just, 
it's just mind-boggling that people are picking up on it and really need to hear it right now. Listeners, if you want to check out Amazing Voices by Mary and Sierra, they sing this oh. beautiful duet uh, on the Die Days vlog. You can just check it out on Broadway.com. But I would love to see you guys team up again for another Disney Broadway musical. What Disney Broadway musical would you be interested in working on if you were offered any of them that have not been on Broadway ever before? Oh, my gosh. Well, throw me a few titles here, because you're the Disney queen. Um, I'm just, just trying to see here. Well, Pocahontas, oh my gosh, the fan base for that. That would well, be that would be amazing, because those songs also are just so soaring and gorgeous and... You know that that could be that could be utterly spectacular too. Mixture of Stephen Schwartz and Alan Menken music. Good lord, that's amazing! And and you could bring a lot of Native American Broadway performers in. Love that one. And then I also I'm really excited for Hunchback. I I love Hunchback of Notre Dame. That's going to be a kicker because you have all these vocally demanding roles for the guys more so than the girls. Yeah, because it's uh, that that's it's so grueling the Broadway schedule. I don't think people understand what that is, you know. And uh, you have to not only be able to sing the song once, but eight times, and then have a little little rest on Monday. I have three last questions for you. We call them the Fab Three questions: the Uh-oh. Donald, Goofy, and Mickey. They're fun. They're Disney questions. Okay, cool. I ask them to all my guests. So here's the Donald one: As a child, what Disney film would you always like to watch over and over again? It must have been Mary Poppins. I've seen it a hundred times. And, and, and thus I am, you know, maybe that's why my students call me Mary Poppins. Maybe I took on her character somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and now our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Tiger Lily. Yeah, we'd be pals. And our Mickey question, if I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? I guess Feed the Birds comes to mind, but I, I, I really love... Just the up-tempo, fabulous step in time. You know, when I was at girls' camp, I played Bert. I went to a girls' camp when I was 13 to 16 and got to... I, I starred in quite a few of the, you know, male leads. I was Loonthaw in the, in the King and I, but I was Bert and Mary Poppins. So I, 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 I love his tunes. They're, they're, you know, It's a Jolly Holiday. Well, people, when people sing that to me, I feel like a million bucks because my name's Mary, so... <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Mary, for coming on the show. This has been a lot of fun. I'm just very exciting. <laughs> oh, I was really happy to talk to you, Tammy. And, uh, you know, I, this your energy and what you bring out to is your love of Disney is just contagious. So thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. And listeners, be sure to check out in the show notes below links to Mary's website. You can also check out some of her workshops, sign up for them because again, you need to check out Mary singing. There's plenty of videos on YouTube. Beautiful voice, Mary. You love it. And she knows what she's doing, people. You've already heard her tell the stories. <laughs> uh, and come on, come uh, ever since diet days, I'm now on Twitter. So come, come say hi. And I'd love to give a shout out and see how you're all doing. So that'd be really fun. I need to follow you now. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. And the singing artist and you, A Way of Life, and, and it's going to be published early next year. So it's going to, you know, hopefully you'll get some tips about life and about singing all in one. I'm so. excited. I'm going to be the first in line to buy that book. That'd Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stepping time, come on, mighty stepping time!